On this episode of the Traffic Club of Chicago podcast, we have Josh Chesser, the current Traffic Club president, and we have Christina Chambers, um, the former president of the Traffic Club. Um, so we're really interested to hear where we've been with the Traffic Club, where we're going, um, and just get their thoughts on, uh, on the, um, the club in general. Um, so thank you, Josh. Thank you, Christina, for jumping on today with me. And, um, you know, I guess, first of all, maybe each of you all could uh, just give a little bit of a, a little bit of your background, kind of where you come from, um, what you do, all of that in the industry. Uh, maybe Christina first. All right. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, good. Good morning. And uh, yeah, happy to be here today. So I guess it kind of starts out, I guess I'll start with um, my, I've been about 10 years in the, in the rail industry. So I, I've been at my current company, TTX, almost nine years now. And prior to that, I worked for a company called GE, GE Rail Car Services, which is one of the GE capital businesses at the time. So in, in total, about 12 years in the industry. And prior to that, I actually spent most of my career in GE working in various different types of um, industries. Um, and yeah, happy to be a part of the traffic club for the last four years now. Thank you, Christina. Uh, what about you, Josh? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. And first of all, thank you, Justin. I uh, appreciate you uh, inviting us on here today. Um, so yeah, interesting enough, uh, I got into the rail industry in 1992 uh, through a component supplier uh, and uh, had an operations role early in my career, moved through operations into field service, uh, which kind of led me down a, uh, a commercial path and uh, uh, was part of the commercial team there for about uh, 25 years of my first job. And then uh, I've been at Chicago Freight Car Leasing now for the last uh, coming up on six years here. And uh, I am currently the general manager uh, in charge of the uh, rail leasing business. Uh, but prior to this, I was running the uh, the commercial side of that business as well as senior vice president of sales and marketing. That's great. I guess, you know, that's one of the, the cool things about the Traffic Club of Chicago is that um, we get people who have been in different parts of the industry, um, transportation, supply chain, logistics um, throughout. So it gives us a chance to kind of uh, talk, learn um, and figure out where we want to be. Um, did you guys, you know, just out of curiosity, did you guys both always want to be in, in transportation. I know, uh, Christine, you said you came from GE transportation and that, but um, is that what you thought, I guess, going into college you were going to be in, or did you guys have any interesting um, ways, uh, you know, in your career? I guess I can start out with um, just mentioning that actually a big chunk of my early part of my career, I worked in finance. So I did a lot of finance, accounting, treasury jobs. So I, you know, I would say transportation or rail wasn't really on my radar. I was pretty much a numbers focused person and sort of agnostic to almost any industry. And um, so I hadn't really thought about it, but when uh, when I found out there was an opportunity at GE Rail Car Services, that was kind of my first experience of working in the industry. And I think one of the really cool things about, well, being part of the traffic club, as well as being in an industry like ours, it's relatively small. So once you get to know, you know, get to know folks and, and establish these relationships, you know, it's a little bit harder to leave because you start, you know, having, you know, these these longer term relationships, business relationships, which you know become friendships, at, you know, after a long period of time as well. So I would say that that was, you know, one of the driving factors for me is, you know, I actually have quite a few friends that have, you know, been in the industry and, and stayed here, actually. 
Yeah, I would I would absolutely echo that, Christina. Uh, there are a lot of uh, great relationships that have been made. Um, Justin, to answer your question, uh, no, I got into this industry uh, purely through uh, my network. When I was young, I uh, had a friend who uh, was working with the organization uh, that I worked for uh, in my prior job, and uh, they were looking for some help, and uh, I just kind of fell into the position. So uh, it was pure chance. <laughs> Sometimes things just work out, right? That's um, it. That's it. <laughs> I know we're all busy these days, you know, with family work uh, and everything else that life has to throw at you. Um, you guys mentioned that um, the, the friendships and the relationships with the traffic club is, is one of the things that uh, drew you in and, and kept you in the club. Are there some other things with, with the traffic club that maybe um, are, are, you know, give you a reason to, to spend time there? Is it the education events or the, you know, maybe the annual dinner or other things like that? Just curious about that. Well, um, I'll start this one off if it's all right, Christina. Um, Absolutely. Uh, just so we do a little, just so we do a little back and forth, and you don't always have to go first. Um, so uh, uh, to answer the question, Justin, um, you know that's absolutely it. Uh, I got involved early on with the traffic club through the annual dinner and uh, the golf outing. Uh, that was really my first entree into uh, or exposure into the into the club, and uh, and that would probably date back to you know maybe the late nineties. Uh, so I've been involved or at least attending the, uh, the annual dinner, uh, and the networking that goes around that as well as the, uh, the golf outing for, for a number of years now. So that was really my first, uh, my first entry in. Um, but since then, uh, I can tell you, I've, I've absolutely taken advantage of some of the educational opportunities, some of the additional networking opportunities, uh, and, uh, and really, you know, the networking, um, has been a big part of, you know, my career path and my career growth. Um, I've met a lot of coworkers and you know folks that I've wound up working next to, uh, friends along the way, uh, and certainly uh, as a as a business leader, uh, really helps you get some exposure into you know what's going on in other people's businesses, uh, but certainly also allows you to get a good view of the talent pool. So, so I guess my experience is a little bit different than Josh's. Um, I would say that you know I'm in my current role, I'm I'm chief data officer at TTX, so. So my, you know, kind of responsibility areas is more around technology and data and infrastructure of how we how we operate um, more, you know, kind of behind the scenes. So a lot of the networking and education opportunities are a great you know, learning experience for me to kind of understand, you know, other perspectives from, from different industries, from different companies and some of the challenges they're dealing with, as well as an opportunity for, for me to introduce, you know, folks from my team to others in the industry. So I would say it's less of a kind of a business networking opportunity for me. It's more around, you know, education and learning and and kind of understanding the different perspectives around the industry. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I, I hear that a lot from people, Christina, that, um, you know, the education, you know, keeps them. It's like a lot of times you, you attend, like Josh said, maybe initially a, a golf event or an annual dinner and then. You, you start to really get engaged and, and, you know, you find out you can learn a lot about different parts of the industry. Um, you know, traffic club is, is one organization, right. In the, especially in the Chicago area, but obviously there's other organizations too. Um, what, what makes traffic club of Chicago different than other organizations out there? Um, maybe Christina, from your perspective. 
Well, I, I would say, you know, we have a very long history of, um, you know, kind of what we, what we stand for, what what our mission is. And, you know, I think, you know, you may have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but, you know, we're, we're, we're education, scholarship and networking focused. And I think those have been our three core pillars, you know, for over 100 years. And and we really are, are focused on connecting other, you know, all types of professionals at whatever level in their career they are and, and building those kind of lasting relationships through, you know, being a part of different events in our club. And I think that's something that's really unique. We're not just a professional organization. We are a sort of a fellowship organization to a certain extent where, where you build these relationships and contacts that that you can leverage, not just for, you know, understanding, you know, getting a better understanding of what's going on in the industry, but also, you know, to kind of build these partnerships and friendships. You know, if you have, you know, somebody, you know, that's looking for a job or someone that needs a little bit of you know, help with mentoring or even just connecting, you know, some of our team members with others in the other industry. It's a great avenue for doing that. So I think it's it's a really unique um, organization in that, you know, we're really focused on, on building this kind of strong foundation of fellowship in the industry. Yeah, and I and Christina, I, I wouldn't even add much more than what you just said, because I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, you know, I learned initially about the, the Traffic Club of Chicago through a gentleman uh, that I had worked with or worked for uh, who had been involved for 15, 20 years prior. Um, and again, just the importance of having that, you know, that network, that education uh, opportunities. Um, and, uh, and really, you know, to, to your point, some mentorships out there that, you know, you can you can talk to folks uh, across different industries, even to learn how things are changing, being part of the rail uh, industry and, and certainly being in Chicago. I mean, Chicago is really the, the, the hub of the rail industry um, for a variety of reasons. And uh, a lot of my main customers, a lot of my uh, competitors uh, are really situated in the, in the same circle. So, you know, Chicago has been a very important part of transportation for a very long time. And I think that's why the club has had the longevity and the history that it's had. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I guess, you know, another question I had for you all is uh, we uh, we know that uh, you, you said there's a long uh, a long uh, lifespan of this organization. But more recently, in the past year or two, um, with COVID and all the issues that, that came with that um, for our own companies, you know, we've seen a lot of problems and issues. But especially for an organization or a club like the Traffic Club, where networking is, you know, one of the key uh, pillars of the organization and you couldn't do that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, Christina, how did how did you keep the club together? What were the issues you faced over the past year or two? And, and what were some of the solutions you came up with? Well, I guess I would first, you know, preface that by saying that, you know, it wasn't me. It was it was the board, you know, and, and all of us together, you know, kind of working on collectively what we thought were the most important things to kind of keep the club going. And so I think it started out with, a, you know, some really good communication amongst the board members. And, you know, what are we going to do? You know, we, we clearly couldn't meet in person. So we tried to um, really get a sense for, you know, what, what people would be willing to do in terms of like virtual events and um, you know, to kind of be present with, you know, activities that we could do in lieu of, you know, uh, in-person events. So one of the things that we started doing was um, was reaching out to, you know, fellow traffic clubs around North America to see if they'd be interested in like partnering and doing joint events and sort of teaming up on, on virtual, you know, kind of education opportunities. And so that sparked um, sort of the initial, you know, I would say idea around kind of forming a partnership. 
And so I think, you know, I would say the first, you know, at the beginning of COVID, um, we started reaching out and, and the, it was extremely positive feedback coming back from some of the clubs around North America. Hey, we'd love to share, you know, swap notes, figure out what you guys were doing. So we started having sort of these vid video calls with different traffic clubs around North America. And that was an amazing opportunity, not just to meet some fantastic people, but also learn about what was working and what wasn't, you know, across clubs of various different sizes um, in North America. And, and I found that to be um, extremely valuable and, and personally very, you know, very satisfying to be able to kind of meet and connect with people in, in, in the industry all across the U.S. So we met with folks in Montreal, Toronto, L.A., New York, um, St. Louis. And, and so, you know, I could say that I, you know, I've made some, a bunch of new friends virtually in the industry. And, and I think the others would say the same. So it's very exciting when, when things do start to open up and, and we start, you know, being able to travel a little bit more freely for, you know, for business, it will be great to kind of finally meet some of these people. And so that was kind of the beginning stages that was in the early part of COVID. And then as, you know, this, this kind of dragged on, we worked to form a actually an, a formal alliance um, called the North American Transportation Club Alliance, and we recently had our, our first virtual joint virtual event, which was was a huge success. We had over 500 participants, and we had um, um, probably at least I want to say 10 or 12 sponsors for that event, and I would say you know a great launch for for our new organization. So the, those were some of the things that we focused on, and and you know very excited to see where that takes us in the future. That uh, that sounds really interesting. That new coalition that you created, um, or, or that the team created. Um, so you said it. You have Canada um, clubs. You have you know all throughout the U.S. I'm assuming West and East Coast, um, and everywhere in between. Uh, you know, I guess could you explain maybe some of the things you all do together? Is it is it joint events? Is it um, you know content like webinars and things like that? Or what what are you guys working together on? Um, and also, I'm interested to hear. You know, maybe some of the difference between some of the clubs too that you've seen that it's you know driving more value to each member um, as a result of being combined with them. All right, so um, I guess I would start by saying that the the formal alliance that you know has started is is between um, Chicago, L.A., uh, New York, Toronto, and Montreal. And you know, we we started meeting every month, and this is probably coming up on you know almost fifteen months now of of meetings. And um, talked about what we wanted to do, how we wanted to, to formalize things. You know, we, we got a website going, we got branding, we we kind of established what our first um, event would look like, and then um, kind of worked through the details of how we would share. You know, we're now we're in the process of figuring out um, how do we share responsibility jointly between the clubs, and how do we, you know, allow, you know, make it easy for other clubs to kind of formally join the alliance. So we're kind of in the stages of figuring out some of those details right now. Um, but essentially, the idea is that we would, you know, right now what we're doing is we have we had our first, you know, official launch event. We are co-branding and supporting each other's events across all the clubs. So, you know, we're we're listing, you know, on our our each of our individual websites all of the upcoming events and and opening up those events to any member of the Traffic Club of Chicago is considered, you know, like a member of one of the other um, official alliance clubs. So that would mean that if they have a golf event, you can register at the, you know, at the member rate of our one of our partner clubs. So, you know, we're working out the formalized details of all of that. 
but it's it's essentially like you could you could land in the city where the the transportation club where we have an alliance and, and feel like you know and be treated just like a member of that club. So I think it's you know it's an amazing opportunity, especially for those folks who are traveling to some of these larger cities to get involved with all kinds of really interesting activities and events that are happening across North America. I would say the the Canadian clubs are very active. They have a very large kind of membership base, especially um, Toronto and Montreal. Um, they 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 tend to be focused heavily, especially the Toronto club. Um, they I want to say they have thousands of members and they have a very strong and diverse base of membership, including young professionals. And then that's been sort of a transition for their club um, that they, you know, kind of spent years kind of changing content and changing kind of the way they approach membership. And I think that was one of the things that was interesting to, to learn about, you know, kind of how they transformed their club to really get a much broader base of membership across the industry. Um, I would say some of the differences and similarities, all clubs have, you know, networking and some form of, you know, it seemed some form of education or scholarship. And um, it just tends to be, you know, some focus more on, on networking and a lot less on education or scholarship. And, and like I mentioned earlier, those are our three core pillars for, for our club. Um, but I think there's a lot of variation in, in how, you know, the clubs approach, you know, each of those. I would say one of the really interesting things as well was um, some of the clubs tend to be very tied to their local communities in terms of understanding what um, you know, what, what different companies are contributing to their, to their community and how, how much they're valued in, in that local community and, and very much, you know, a part of that whole ecosystem of, um, you know, kind of supporting each other, um, professionally and, and also, you know, through any kind of marketing materials and things like that. I know that, um, when we, we did another virtual event that was sort of, it wasn't, it was co-branded as a, uh, an alliance event. And, and we talked about um, all of the um, different clubs kind of put forth a company or two that was really contributing significantly to the, um, to the challenges of the COVID crisis. And that was a webinar that we did last year. And we also had a very, you know, very positive turnout and feedback from that event as well. Um, so the, you know, I think that, uh, the clubs are across North America, they, they also tend to be, you know, in terms of where they are on their trajectory, some tend to be struggling, especially some of the smaller clubs in, in, in kind of less populated areas. Um, the membership base has dropped. And so some of those smaller clubs that have had declines are looking for support and ideas and help from some of the other clubs. And I know that, you know, there's a couple of clubs out there that are, you know, offering some of a helping hand to make sure that some of these uh, organizations can stay afloat. And um, so, yeah, we, we talk about all those things, how we can help each other, how we can co-promote. It's all about, you know, kind of rising the tides for everyone, so to speak. Yeah, that's uh, that seems like an amazing accomplishment. I, I can see the anywhere from having now having a friend in, in these other big cities, you know, somebody to help tell you about restaurants or anything like that. So like you said, uh, you know, attending events, you know, learning more about different areas, you know, of uh, of the country and in North America, um, and just for business and, and everything all around that. So uh, sounds like a great accomplishment. Congrats. Well, I guess that leads me into uh, Josh, I guess you have some big shoes to fill because that was a very big accomplishment. So where do you see the club going, I guess, this year under under your uh, leadership? 
Well, uh, Justin, I appreciate the question. And, you know, first and foremost, absolutely kudos to the work that Christina put in uh, for the uh, North American uh, Transportation Alliance to get that uh, all together. Uh, she was a major driving force uh, from the team's perspective. And uh, that, uh, that accomplishment uh, was, uh, I think, going to help uh, all of our clubs for, for many years to come, uh, just having the ability to, to have access to the things that she mentioned um, really just adds, you know, a tremendous amount of value to being a, a Travis Club of Chicago member. Um, but as far as, the, as far as 2022 goes, uh, obviously the biggest challenge uh, that the club has faced over the last two years has been uh, really trying to provide value. Um, you know, because when you look at our pillars from an education and networking perspective, um, those two things have really been tough. We have had, uh, last two years, we uh, have had successful uh, golf outings, uh, which is fantastic, um, and we've had really good participation in those. Um, so for this year, you know, my number one goal is to try to get back to a somewhat normalized schedule uh, of providing those education and networking opportunities to folks um, and really, you know, hoping uh, things, you know, continue to cooperate in a positive way like they seem to be right now. Um, but, uh, you know, the goal would be to uh, absolutely get our uh, annual dinner uh, in place for late May. Uh, and uh, the golf outing will, uh, as tradition, be the day before. Um, but uh, also putting some of our educational opportunities back, uh, hopefully in person here as uh, the weather warms up. Uh, and uh, as uh, things continue to normalize around uh, around the world. Um, second goal for me is really uh, trying to improve uh, the value that we provide to our young and new members uh, or even future members. Um, our scholarship program is, has been a big part of uh, why a lot of folks have been involved, <clears throat> excuse me, in the, uh, in the traffic club of Chicago. And uh, we really want to take a look and make sure that we are aligned with the way other other clubs uh, are providing that value from a scholarship perspective uh, and really want to look and make sure that we're also uh, providing value to all of the different aspects of our membership from a trucking rail uh, intermodal container air uh, aviation side of things. So um, we want to reach out to our membership and uh, make sure that we've got an al a good alignment with respect to how we're providing the scholarships uh, and who we're providing them for. Um, I think the third goal for me is really is, is to continue to drive that value uh, to our existing memberships. Um, and part of that is, you know, through um, some of the corporate initiatives that are going on right now. There's a big focus on uh, ESG. Uh, environmental, social, and governance uh, initiatives from a lot of corporations. And I think the Traffic Club of Chicago has got a really good opportunity to help on that S side of things from a social perspective. The young professionals uh, have done a great job in, the, in years past to try to get together and provide support for the community. So we really want to uh, open up uh, the membership to uh, helping provide those opportunities to get together uh, and really provide some value to the communities that we serve around the Chicagoland and the, the collar neighborhoods. So um, for me, that's really where I'm gonna be focused this year and uh, really fingers crossed on, on getting back to normal here. Couldn't agree more with you. Uh, well, I'm excited to see where it goes uh, You know, this year. Um, I see a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, for me, it's been great to be involved with the traffic club on the education side, uh, just because I've learned a lot, made a lot of connections and networked. And, um, 
you know, just had the opportunity to kind of branch out a little bit myself. So maybe each of you could talk about if, if there's a new member coming into the club, how they might be able to get involved. How do they reach out? What are, what are some things that they could do to, to start helping out, whether it's creating content or getting on a committee or something like that, um, you know, to get more value out of the club for themselves. Um, so maybe Christina first, you can give some ideas to people. Well, I think, you know, it, it, you know, with the virtual environment, clearly that, you know, for a new member, it, it's quite difficult, right? Um, we do try to have a little bit of a networking component when we have some of the virtual events. But, you know, it, that is, you know, certainly not sufficient in terms of, you know, meeting and connecting with others. But like Josh said, I mean, we're really excited with with his, you know, leadership and goals that he set forth and looking forward to some of these in-person events. So I think it's, it's about, you know, just it's about starting with showing up, right? You know, attending events, whether it's an education event or a luncheon or or our golf outing or a Cubs outing. And I think, you know, you, you have to, you know, make yourself open to, you know, meeting new people and talking and saying, you know, how can I be involved and, and, and make sure that you take the time to introduce yourself to others. And, you know, of course, the board members are usually circulating. We'll do our best to, you know, kind of make sure that we make you know, that we make ourselves available to to talk to new members or whoever is interested in, in joining any of our committees. But we're we're open to take, you know, any anybody who's interested in volunteering and helping with our committees. There's a lot of work to be done and we're all volunteers um, on the board here. So, you know, we we're always looking for helping hands and, and great ideas. So I would say, you know, it really has to start with attending events and, and you know, and being open to meeting people and, and, you know, taking on some responsibility in the club. And and that's how you learn and grow. And, you know, and as you do that, you're going to meet, you know, friendships and establish these relationships. And you'll, you'll want to keep coming back and figuring out what else can I be involved with? And you'll get to the point where you're, you know, you're kind of overscheduled in, in terms of the number of things that you're involved with. But it kind of starts, you just have to start with the baby steps and, and, and showing up. Yeah, I would I would wholeheartedly agree with that, Christina. Um, you know, the first step is obviously getting in, getting involved and getting engaged with the club. Um, we've got some great committees uh, that uh, you know I think a lot of folks um, hear the word committee and think there's a lot of work that goes with it. Um, I can tell you that our committees do work hard, but uh, in in a lot of cases, um, you know, it's a, it's a couple hours a month at best. Uh, out of people's schedules to uh, help participate in the committee, you know, get your opinion out there, uh, help, you know, uh, craft some of the ideas that uh, that are flowing through the club. Um, you know, for me, one of the things that has always been special, and when you think about the the history of the club and, and the fact that we're still here, um, you know, part and parcel to the fact that we continue to change with the times. And uh, so, you know, I would also say that, you know, providing suggestions, things that you see from a value perspective. Um, you know, uh, if, if, you know, there's an area of, of, of a, a particular industry or a particular business that you'd like to hear more on or you'd like to connect with, uh, certainly reach out to uh, anybody at the club. Uh, we're always open for uh, suggestions and content, uh, suggestions on, you know, how we can uh, provide more education opportunities. Um, and, you know, and I, and I also think uh, from a membership perspective right now, um, you know, there's also uh, a big push to try to find uh, the right people to fill uh, the various jobs that most uh, most businesses have open right now. So the club is also a great way to either find uh, uh, opportunities uh, for employment uh, or also to find really good candidates 
um, that uh, that you may not normally discover somewhere. So um, I think those are really good, really good ways to engage in the club. Um, but it starts with, as Christina said, just get involved. Yeah, well, that's great. Um, I just wanted to thank you guys, uh, Christina and Josh, for jumping on the podcast today. I'm excited to see where the traffic club goes in uh, 2022. I think there's a lot of opportunities there. So uh, just once again, thank you all and, and appreciate it. Thanks very Justin. much, Justin. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say great job uh, pulling this together. I thank you very much for uh, all the work that you do for the club and uh, uh, certainly appreciate you getting Christina and I together on the call today. No problem. Thank you.